Betches Media presents At Betches, a podcast hosted by Betches co-founders Aileen Drexler, Jordana Abraham, and Sammy Sage. Before they were business partners, they were close friends who've known each other since elementary school. On Wednesdays, we wear pink. Get to know the women who've been making us laugh since 2011. Who allowed you to take my breath away? This is At Betches. This is going to be just like senior year, except for funner. Hello, and welcome back to the At Betches podcast. I'm Jordana. And I'm Sammy, and we are literally hours away from your wedding right now. So this is very exciting. Can we yes. just take a moment to like celebrate this? This is the most exciting part for me. I like to anticipate events more than I like okay. to actually necessarily <laughs> attend them. So, so I'm like, I'm at my peak right now. Well, I'm hoping your attendance is even better than your anticipation. No, I think, for- it, I think it will be, but like, I don't know. A lot of a lot of my what I like about things that are fun right. is the looking forward to them. Yeah, I think the most exciting part, like one of the most exciting parts of vacation, is like when you're on the like you finished your work, you're on the way to the airport, and yeah. you're like, all right, freedom. Or like right when you get there, when you have 100 percent of the vacation left, you know, right. <laughs> like yeah, like, like you have you've had your you have your first drink by the pool, you have your first you know fish tacos ordered from the pool bar and right. you have the whole thing just right the ahead first of drink on vacation is the best drink it gets it there's is. a diminishing diminishing marginal returns from each subsequent drink totally totally <laughs> that's why you shouldn't start in the airport although you know i get it. right that's yeah. always my kind of thought i'm like i need to be fresh for when i get there and right. like the scenery is but it's so yeah. hard not to like eat and like drink in the airport, like whatever. I don't know. Well, I think it depends what time your flight is. Like, I have a 9 a.m. flight. I think I'll be okay without any beverages. Yeah, <laughs> mine's at eight. <laughs> so I think I'll probably be fine as well. This is so exciting. Like, how do you, like, I'm really, how do you feel? I'm excited. I'm excited. Um, you I'm sound a little nervous. <laughs> I'm obviously, you know, I'm not the most emotive. I am very excited. I'm still like a little nervous about some things, but I'm like, once I like get there, I feel like, because I have like my dress. And like, I've got a lot of stuff. I'm like, I have to pack. You have to like, get it on the plane. Yeah. I've got like a few check bags. I've got, I'm like, I'm like trying to like, once I like smoothly get everything, all of my belongings, like to Mexico, I will be like that much more relaxed. Right. Right. No, totally. Did you buy a seat for your dress on the plane or did they did. allow you to hang it? I call. So I, if I had known that, like, if you're, I called and they were like, if you're in first class, we can like more likely guarantee it. But like, I didn't put the first class ticket. Um, more likely so guarantee that you could. The, the dresses it. are seated according to class. <laughs> yes. Um, so, but they're so like, what are they? Yeah. They were like, okay, we'll put like a note in the. They agreed to put a note in, um, in like my, whatever file. Um, yeah. That like said I was bride, and they were like just just like you can ask like if they'll like they're I can't you can't guarantee they'll do it but like and I mean whatever worst case they don't do it I have to put it overhead like the dress isn't like silk like it'll be it'll right. be fine right um, I um I remember when we thought we were getting married in Florida I bought a second or I don't remember if I ever actually bought the tickets but I was planning on or I had already bought a second um. Oh, you bought a ticket for the dress. Okay. Well, I keep moving. Yeah. I keep moving Mike and I to like seats with a mid, like to like aisle window in hopes that no one takes the middle. And then it Um, will be the dress. Yeah. Yeah. In which case, the dress, you know, she'll have her own seat. 
Um, she's already been like double wrapped in her raincoat just in case anything happens. Like she, I feel like she, it's the, the dress is like uh, is like prepared. But it's also like I don't know. It's a it's a lot of just like little things. I'm like anxious. I'm mean, like I wrote everything that I, you know me. I'm not like that organized. Not that into list. But I'm like trying to like be that so I don't forget something when I get there or you know just like high it's very high pressure is really the thing because it's like every little thing is like oh like well at least it's you know it's not your wedding but like it is so it feels like very (laughs) all the little things feel like a very high pressure when for a normal trip they just like wouldn't yeah no I I know that feeling where it's just like the intensity of it sort of makes everything feel like everything's like do or die yeah yeah exactly totally okay so we have a lot yeah we have yeah, we, I'm so excited. And I got At my this... braces off yesterday. Oh, congrats! They're looking Thank very you. straight. Are you happy Thank with the you. results? I am. I'm happy with the results. I wore my retainer for the first time last night. It's really. I feel like everyone talks a lot of shit about it. It really was not that bad of an experience to get them off or to, to wear to them. wear the retainer. I mean, granted, I've oh. only been wearing it one night. Okay. But... Oh, I thought you were okay. Do you remember how much you complained at the beginning of these braces? Um. Yeah, I, I thought had that's a list. what you were referring to. No, I'm talking about the retainer. No, the, the braces oh. were awful. Especially yeah. the first few months of these braces. Were I was like, like the I was like, you're seriously. I was no, like, the retainer. The braces were It's not that bad. <laughs> yeah. The retainer is okay. not that bad. I'm happy they're off. Um, and are you gonna yeah, wear the retainer after can the you wedding? Tell, is there a difference in my list? I mean, I have to. You we didn't really have a list. I, like, I feel like I had just fully gotten over the list. Like, I had just gotten rid of the last two percent, and then I got them off. So I didn't really <laughs> well. Now it's not a problem anyway. Are you going to wear your retainer after the wedding or is this just a fuck it situation after the wedding? I think I'll try. I don't really mind wearing it. I was kind of like, it's if you, it's kind of like if you remember, like it's really not that big of a deal. Do you have an old school retainer like we did in when like, I don't know. I've, like ne- a, I've never seen the old school retainer. It's like, a, it's like a clear, retainer. it's like a clear plastic thing that just goes Oh, that is your... not what the old school retainers used to look like. The old school retainers used to be like a wire across your your front oh. teeth and it had like a mold of your upper of your the roof of your mouth it was so gross oh no retainers have come a long way these are just like wow. a little clear plastic like invisalign thing. yeah i think it's basically. like invisalign basically but you just wear it okay. you just wear it when you go to bed um but okay. about my braces we'll give you the full <laughs> obviously recap um when we return and yeah, next week about well, next Sorry. week I'm going to be co-hosting with Sean, and um, and then after the week after that, I think is a lean back the next week. No, then it's just she one is. more week. No, no, no. no it's back. oh, then she is back, oh, so we can do a. Wait, she's not back the week of November 29th. She's back. No, the week no, no, no. Of December 6th. So, but you're she... you're not back the week of 29th. Yes, I am. Oh, you are. I'm just okay. not. I'm just gone the weekend the week before Thanksgiving, which is three day week. Okay, got it, got it, got it. Okay, perfect. So, yeah, we will do a recap, just us, and then the next week, Aileen will be back. Yeah, it's exciting stuff. Oh, also, just before I forget, um, if you guys haven't bought tickets to You Up Live, which is December 8th, um, get your tickets now because it's going to be such a fun event. And, like, honestly, don't even really feel like I need to sell this anymore. It's going to be amazing. Very interactive show. Really fun time, and I hope to see you guys there, December 8th, Town Hall, betches.co slash youuplive21. Get your tickets now. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors, big and small. When we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Think of yourself like a bottle of sparkling water. Get too shaken up, and you're eventually going to burst. 
Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. I love therapy. I've been to therapy for many years, and I love that when I have a big problem, I don't have to wait and let it fester and let it get bigger. I can start bringing it up in therapy and talk through it before it becomes an even bigger problem. Figuring out how to find coping skills when I've encountered anything that triggers me or stresses me is one of the main things that I've really learned from therapy and has helped me so much in my life. It's helped me to be a better version of myself. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Betches today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Betches. So there's so much happening this week, pop culture-wise. So we're going to talk about Britney's conservatorship, Paris Hilton's wedding, Taylor Swift's everything, and then we're going to recap Succession. So should we start with Britney and Paris? Because I do feel that the Taylor conversation is the meatiest. It is. So, okay. Yeah. Honestly, I thought Britney was already free. I'm getting like a little bit of like free Britney fatigue, I have to say. Like, okay, I'm, well, good because she's free. So you're, you don't have to great. hear it. Is the story, anymore. is it like over now? Like, so before I feel- her dad was removed from the conservatorship, that was like what, what the, the, the last news that you heard that I think okay. you thought she was free. But actually the conservatorship itself was still going, but with like an interim person until – now she's truly free. She okay. it's over. Like it's totally over. There's no more free Britney movement. It's just I mean, I don't know, maybe there still is a movement. And now they want to do just stuff life. for like conservatorships, but right. right now it's life for her. And she was papped driving in her car alone, which is like oh, wow. kind of a big it's a, that's what she wasn't allowed to do. I wonder if Britney will now like be a huge advocate for like improper conservatorships. I have a feeling she will. I she seems like I mean she's very she did sort of get like a little political in her like later years not like very but she, you know as much as one could under that circumstance and I don't see her as someone who's like gonna shut up you know right you, if she you does see her seem captions, a little she's already yeah, like she does seem a little erratic I'm interested to see where she goes from here on in although I, mean, I you're am still happy talking about someone who's like who's like just because she is out of the conservatorship doesn't like actually change her mental like capacity or issues. Right. And like I still believe she's like experiencing arrested development from when she was young, like conservatorship or not. So I think yeah. that's why you and see her as like erratic because she right. You know, I think she actually probably has been diagnosed like some mental. I mean, don't issue, we all? Imagine. Don't we all? I don't know. If I do. It's all <laughs> the same though. I feel like she might have like. Potential. I don't know. I don't want to diagnose her, but I do feel like there is probably something that sh- maybe medication would help her. But whatever. Sure, That's not but my. Like, I'm sure it would, but like medication helps me. Like it helps lots of people. Like I like I know dozens, so many people, and you know millions of people take medication, and like they're able to function in their lives, and it enables them to do that. So like I'm sure she you know, has some things going on. She went through a lot of trauma, a lot of abuse. And like, of course she, you know, probably has a lot to unravel there, like even from before the conservatorship. So, and she was never like given the proper treatment in that way. Like the therapists she saw were basically designed to like hamper her rather than help her. So 
I don't know. You know, she could just, you know, live out her days with, you know, whatever, you know. I just, I'm really happy for her. Imagine, like, you're in a prison. Not I don't want to say literally a prison, but let's say, imagine you were in her position for 14 years and, like, you just get to be free. Like, would you not be, like, freaking out? I don't know. It dep- I, I guess, like, I, I, I don't know what it would, like, the day-to-day, okay. how the day-to-day Imagine everything of your day was controlled also, by your I don't dad. Have, I don't have Britney's, like, mental space. Like, I don't know what, I don't know what it's like to be Britney. So I can't really, I, I, the experience would be like, I think the, I think it's a different experience for her than anyone else. Like, I don't, I don't know what it would be like. I'm sure it's great. <laughs> right. I mean, I guess like, I feel like the human emotion of relief is like pretty universal. So she must just sure. feel like amazing. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so happy for her. I'm interested to see what happens next. Um, Same. Now that she is officially free, even though I already thought she was free. Um, <laughs> yeah. So Paris Hilton's wedding, the other the other big of what, uh, a wedding of the month, you know, me and Paris. Um, yeah. Um, I okay, liked her dress. She had several dresses. I liked, you know, they were they were nice. I was into them. Um, the wedding seemed really nice. Okay. Do you observe the two? Do you observe their relationship? Because that's my that's where I'm going with this. The Paris Carter room relationship? Yeah. No. Where do you observe their relationship? On Instagram, oh. obviously. Okay, no. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so I think I'm really happy for her. I'm really thrilled for her. She's been engaged four times. She's finally married. Like, it seems like, you know, she seems like she's really happy. I'm just like, why hasn't she posted any photos with him on her Instagram? Oh, and, I like, didn't even know. Why does every single photo with him either, like, like they, they, she, I can't explain it, and I hate to be all like mean and critical because I am genuinely happy for her, but I do get a little bit of like prop bay vibes from him. Sure, you know what I mean. Yeah, you got that I mean, little? I think that's why I I'm think asking. I think it would be like that with Paris and anyone she was with. Like, there's a certain kind of personality, like you're the show, um, and like anyone you're with is kind of like the prop. So I'm not like I wouldn't. I don't think it's like oh, with someone else she would be like putting them front and center i kind of feel like that's who she is like it's the like the wedding is like her her thing right i mean i'm definitely gonna watch paris and love on peacock for sure to although maybe they're fighting too what do you mean like maybe they're like in like maybe they're not like on the best of terms even though they just got married oh my i highly doubt that like come on if you're fighting on your wedding day like why are you getting married why? I mean, like, there's so, probably so many people that fight on their wedding day and get married. I don't. Th- I wouldn't be like. I wouldn't th- find that to be the most shocking thing that ever happened. I wouldn't find it shocking in theory, but I don't know a single person like who's been through that. So I find it that you know of, right? But I know, you know. Let's say I know twenty people who have been married. I don't know a single one of them. I don't. That I know saw, for a fact you saw that. You, that you know. I feel like I've been like up close with 20 weddings. Okay. In the, and I know that none of them had serious fights with their significant others on the day. In front of you. But you, okay, maybe it wasn't. I'm just saying. Regardless, you know. You know, when, no. You know vibes. You catch a vibe. You know when someone's like, you know, you can catch a vibe when people are not into each other on their wedding day or, or if there's tension. How how could you catch a vibe? You just said every single wedding you've been to has not had the vibe. Maybe it because has. Because I maybe don't you can't. think. Maybe you can't catch the I vibe. I could catch a vibe. Come okay. on. 
I predicted Scooter Braun and Yael were getting a divorce just from Instagram. Okay. I can catch a vibe. Fine. Okay. <laughs> okay, but, but, but what I'm saying about them, and again, I'm rooting for them. I'm really happy for her. I am noticing a bit of a prop. Again, just like getting some prop mm-hmm. vibes. I don't think Kat Paris is necessarily incapable of falling in love. Her mother and Rick Hilton seem to not be proppy at all. Um, and I just – and Nikki and her husband don't really seem proppy. So I don't know. I'm just I'm, – I'm watching and seeing. I'm observing. I would like him to – her to post a photo of her own husband on, on her Instagram. I would like to see what she has to say to him. You know, right. I, I don't know, like – I just find that a bit odd. You know, you're getting married at 40. I understand if it's she like... 40? Yeah. She's 40? Sure. Yeah. How old? Is, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. How old is Paris Hilton? She's eight years older than us. She's I find 40. That. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So she... Looks good. She looks amazing. I mean, <laughs> she's... I actually feel like she's like matured a lot in the past... Like, I imagine if Paris got married when she, you know, when she was, like, at her height, if she got married then, I wouldn't be that surprised if, like, the husband was the prop. But I feel because she's, like, now older, more mature, she seems to have come into her own a little bit more with, like, her causes with the schools and being in that documentary. And she just seems more in touch with herself in, like, recent, I don't know, appearances or or gigs. So that's why I find it a little surprising that she's not, like – you know, writing how much she loves her husband. Like, you know what I mean? You just. Right. But she is still Paris. She is still Paris Hilton. And like, I don't get like deep emotional connection vibes from her. Just like generally speaking with like. Okay. But how much, how hard would it be to write? Like, I love you, Carter. (laughs) As as a caption. You know what I mean? Or like. She says that to him in person. Or like married the love of my life. You know what I mean? Like, I I just find it surprising. She hasn't posted him and her on their Instagram. Because typically. When you post your Instagram, it's going to be with Mike. Like yeah. The first, the at least a few of them. At least Mike. a few of them, you know. <laughs> like maybe you'll do a few solo shots, but most of the photos, like the first yeah. photo is going to be you and Mike. Yeah. Because he's sort plan. of the critical part of the whole thing. Yeah, I mean, don't give away any of my – I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to post a photo with you and Mike? Oh shocking. Shocking. Yeah. Um, oh, wow. That's exciting. Yeah. Are you Are you excited for your photos? I haven't seen them, but yeah, well, I'm excited. I'm like, I'm excited to have all. Th- I'm kind of like, do you have a vision? Do I have a vision for the whole thing? Yeah, I have a, I have a, a general vision. Yeah, but I'm trying to like be fluid with my vision, so I'm not like right. a, 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 so I'm not like, a, you know, a, yeah, a crazy person about it all coming right. together in a certain way. So I'm trying to just be like, everyone's gonna be there. It's gonna be really fun. Right. There's gonna be food and music and people, and like, if some things get fucked up, like. It will be like I just need to go with it. If you need a Bridezilla Wrangler, I'm here. I'll be there. <laughs> I'll be at the wedding. So <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be good. I'm just I get anxious about like you know I try to like anticipate the worst so that like I'm pleasantly surprised. Me too. I think that you know what I mean. Works. So in my in my vision, it's like it's like a torrential downpour. Everything's fucked up. All the flowers are ruined. My hair is all over the place. I've forgotten several things, and I'm like. Okay, can only go up from here. We're drunk and we're having a great time anyway. We're dancing in the rain. Yes, you know, that's what like I'm saying. Like, I need to like envision the worst thing so that any of the bad things that happen will seem like not that big of a deal. That's my. Right. That's my. I mean, my, honestly, I had like 15 things go wrong on my wedding day. I don't even remember what they all were. But no one even noticed. I, ha- I knew except them. for you. Well, one of them really bothers me because 
in my photos, you can like see the neckline of my dress is fucked up. And I just, I've literally I never it, like, noticed. I know you never you noticed wouldn't. anything like that, right? No, you you wouldn't. It, it, there were so many things, but like I've never. I now I like want to. No, I want to go look because I like have no idea what you're even. You'll notice when you see it. It's when it, it's what it's when the sleeve part was on, not the regular dress, but not just the base dress. It's not but, like um, your boob was out. I think you're fine. You no, know, it's more just like it's annoying that I had a really nice plan and it didn't right well that's like photos. the whole but thing that, but also that's because no that's one, why no one else notices because no one's like yeah like i was there really were a number of to the next line yeah. on sammy's dress and like <laughs> it just wasn't you know it wasn't properly fit it wasn't properly <laughs> right. you know it and was that just really, like, it tainted i mean it tainted my experience <laughs> honestly i'm telling you there were like numerous things that like got fucked up and i don't remember really like the day after, I could have listed them to you, but like I don't even know. Like, did what you they like were, forget about dress. them the day after, or did they still kind of bother you the day after? Um, there were a few, the, the dress obviously continues to bother me a little to this day. Right, clearly because you're still clearly because I'm still fucking dress. talking about it. Yeah. Um, the other thing that bothered me was that um the sound on the live stream wasn't good, but that's you know that's more because I feel like upset that people you know it was a COVID wedding and not a lot of people got to like you know hear. You know, but right. there were other that things that I'm not fun, remembering what wedding. they were. That's Thank all I you. remember from your wedding, that it was Thank fun you. That's and beautiful. that's all that matters. <laughs> and that you were really happy. Thank you. I was really happy Smiling the whole time. It was very, oh, thank very you. sweet. Yeah. I hope that that is what we experienced this weekend. And I think it, I think we will. Three-day smile, yes. Yes, three-day smile. Can I'm you handle ready. that? Can you do it? I'm ready. What? Can how you do, do you that? Like, yeah, how do you balance, like, the idea of, like, you know, like there's all these things going on. I have to like kind of like make sure they're going on or like everyone's good. And also like your own staying in the moment. I feel like that is kind of a tricky thing. You're going to just go back and forth between both. Like there's going to be moments where you're like, oh, what's happening? I must figure it out. And like then in five minutes, you're going to be like, ah, this is amazing. Like you're going to do both. It's not like every second right. you're going to be like, I am in the moment. I am Zen. I am in the moment. Like you're going to be talking to people. Like you're going to be living it, you know. Right. And but there will be a few quiet moments after the ceremony, mm -hmm. maybe even during the ceremony. Like while you're listening to like your brother officiate, like you're going to look out and you're going to see everyone that you care about, and you're going to be like, "This is the moment I, I wanted." Like you're going to be like, right. you're, "Like that's that, at least that was how I reacted." No, <laughs> I'm sure I, I'm sure I will. It's funny. Like it's going to hit like... you. Like this is the thing. This is right. the time. This is what everything I went through was for. And I am now with my like partner. And you're going to be like, it's your, I think you're going to like look out at that moment. You're going to be like, this is the most fulfilled I've ever felt. Oh, wow. That sounds lovely. I, I look yeah. forward to that. Yeah. And then it's all it's downhill from there. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm totally kidding. No, then you're okay. going to have amazing time at the party. You're going to have amazing after party. The next day, we're all going to like be still so excited. I love your rendition of what's happening. I'm excited. We've all been there, trying to fit everything we might need for a trip, only to end up with a suitcase bursting at the seams. But with Base, there's room for everything. 15 pairs of underwear for a weekend trip. 
no problem. Deciding between a few pairs of shoes, bring them all with base. It is my go-to travel bag. I love that the bag expands because I'm a chronic overpacker and it still fits in the overhead compartment. It just makes it so much easier to travel when I know there's a special place for everything. It makes me feel like a more organized version of myself. And I love that cushioned handle. I always get compliments on it too from anyone who's helping me with my bags. Base is thought of everything you could ever want in a piece of luggage. 360 degree gliding wheels, a cushioned handle, built-in weight indicator, washable bags for your dirty clothes, and all the interior pockets you need. Their luggage comes in multiple sizes and colors, and for shorter trips, the Weekender bag is super functional and even has a place to store your shoes separately. Every piece is made to look better with miles, so you don't have to worry about it in cargo or overhead. And Base has over 30,000 five-star reviews. Whether you're packing for a quick trip or looking to breeze through the security line, Base has your personal items covered. Right now, Base is offering our listeners 15% off your first purchase by visiting basetravel.com slash betches. Go to basetravel.com slash betches for 15% off your first purchase. That's B-E-I-S travel.com slash betches. Listen, we all know that scratchy PJs can make a cranky kid. I want my kids to be comfy when they sleep and are rested in the morning. And that's why I snuggle them up in Little Sleepies. Little Sleepies makes award-winning bamboo PJs that moms rave about. I am said mom. I am obsessed with Little Sleepies. They are so, so, so soft. I just got one that was the Checkmates Zippy for my son, Lucas. It's so adorable. And it's limited edition, so everybody go check it out. Little Sleepy's Zip Romper Pajamas, a.k.a. Zippies, the ones that I got, were designed with thoughtful details like fold-over feet, mittens, and a double zipper to make the middle-of-the-night diaper changes easier. Made from the buttery, soft, custom-milled Luna Luxe Bamboo Viscose, their Zip Footy Pajamas are gentle on sensitive skin and babies with eczema. But what parents rave about the most? How long they fit. And Little Sleepies makes the best baby shower gift. They have inclusive sizing from preemie to adults 3X. There are also nursing and pregnancy-friendly styles available for adults. So try a pair of Little Sleepies today. Fair warning, you'll never go back. You can try Little Sleepies for yourself by visiting littlesleepies.com. Plus, get 15% off your order on littlesleepies.com with code BETCHES. That's L-I-T-T-L-E-S-L-E-E-P-I-E-S.com with promo code BETCHES. But speaking of wedding, should we talk about a debate we were having last night? Um, oh, yeah. Will Taylor Swift ever get married? Is she already married? Or is married? she married? All right. Yeah. On the record, Sammy, I believe that Taylor will not be getting married. And I bet twenty Sammy $20. And I kind of think I'm going to be wrong because it's like a lifetime. It's like the odds. <laughs> well, that's why you only gener- bet $20. <laughs> the odds, just generally speaking, that over the course of her entire life. That she okay. Maybe we say statistically married before low. 40. Maybe married before 40. Fine. Okay. So an hour before. Eight. Right. She has to get married before her 40th birthday. 41. No, before 41. Before, before, oh, I think before 40. No, I think it can be at 40. Okay, fine. Before 41. Just like Paris. Okay. <laughs> Just like Paris. Yeah. I think Taylor is married or engaged. And um, I don't necessarily have like hard evidence obviously she didn't tell me but you know you know I don't have like factual evidence but I just have a I just sense that like she got engaged around lover or maybe right after lover and maybe they had like a small ceremony or maybe they're still engaged and I think she's gonna probably try to keep it a secret until like the right moment or until she's like gonna have a baby um, okay. but I think she's going to reveal it in like a song. I don't think it's going to be like a press release. I think it's going to be like, I, I have a feeling there's going to be like clues that build over time. 
and one day she, like it'll she'll like come up with a documentary like we're married you know like I don't I don't know right. exactly what it'll be but I don't think that she's gonna be like announcing her engagement on Instagram one day and then we're all gonna like be there for the planning and like anticipating it and then we see the wedding like I don't think that's gonna be what it's like right I do think if she got I think she I think we will still see a picture or two from the wedding but I do not think it will be like you'll know before that she's getting married no no, if, no if, totally right. not but I also am not why totally do you think positive. she's not gonna get married I just think like there's no reason for her to get married like and she's got like why does he have a reason to get married because like why does she need to get married like like for the tax breaks like Jordana, not everyone is thinking. I'm just about saying these you think it's just like you think it's just for like a romantic reason why she would already yes. be married. She's with this guy for a bit. Like I feel like they would already be married. Well, I'm that's what like I was saying. Not, right. I'm saying if she's not already married, I don't think she's getting married. Well, I mean, they've only been dating like four years. That's not that long. Like, you know, she has a lot going on. Like she has to fit in a, a wedding. You know. I mean, she has people who could do these things for her. I know. It's like but a day. Like, it, it's it's not though. Like you think Taylor Swift is going to outsource her wedding? She's not yeah, going to like make it. She you don't think she's going to like design it like a music she's video? Like shadily get if she's shadily getting married, then yeah. Like why would why would it matter? No one's seeing it really. But she cares about it. It's her wedding. You think anyway? This, you think this woman who leaves like such intricate details into her like song lyrics and her and like things such as like what letters are capitalized on like the the booklet in the cd like you think that she you think that you think she's just gonna be like oh like white flowers you take care of it like there's no way like there's just no way another reason so i know you think she doesn't have a reason to get married basically because she has so much money and like why would you want to deal with that mm-hmm. i see her as like a very traditional person like she is a traditional person come on like she grew up on a tennessee christmas farm like come on she's a, a traditional person at heart She's very romantic. She's obsessed with love, as we know. And I just don't see her as someone who, like, she's only in the past few years become, like, even slightly more, like, feministy, anti-patriarchy. And I don't see her making that evolution in her mind to go from, like, a girl who fantasized about her wedding in all her songs for 10 years to being, like, you know, fuck it. I'm not going to get married at all. Like, I just I don't, don't think it's, like, that. out of the question. I'm just, like, I'm taking the, the underdog bet. That she's not okay. married. All right. All right, fine. I'll give you twenty dollars if that happens. But I'm I really think she's gonna get married. I mean, and, don't you feel or, like don't you feel like she should have just called this album like Spite Album? Like, <laughs> had had Larry David like in on it in some way. Like that's what it is. I the mean, exact same al- do you, it's a Spite do Album. You, can I ask you, do you I have so much to talk to you about this. We could we're gonna dive into just everything red right now. Do you catch like a meanness from it or do you think like do you think this is do you really feel like this is like done out of spite? Is I thought that was like the whole point was that original. Like- no, I mean I don't think she did it to do it out of spite. I think she's a very emotional person who draws from her life for art and she is I mean, it's was- the exact same album with like but that's because of the she's producing the exact same album so she can get her masters back so she can right. that's what I'm fuck saying. over Scooter sp- Braun. That's exactly so that's what part. that's exactly what I'm talking about. But wouldn't she, but if you were her, why would you want these people to own your music when you could just re-record it? Your fans are going to be obsessed with it, and you have like 
between five and ten songs that you can add to every album, like that you wrote before. Because I mean, can, I would just write a new album. I she does write. She is gonna. She wrote. She just Peter wrote Brown two new albums. The rights to the old album. He doesn't even own no, she, the rights anymore. Yeah, he got the money for them, and someone yeah. now the Carlisle Group owns them. But right, she but doesn't I'm saying want the it's Carlisle not, Group. Not she doesn't want them. Scooter Braun. Well, he now has the money from it, and she doesn't yeah. want. But she doesn't want these other people to own. She doesn't want the Carlisle Group, like some private equity fund, to own her own her songs. I mean, it's a spite album. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, I'm okay. kind of like, I don't. I just don't get the I, all too well extended version. The shorter version is better. I don't agree. I think personally. The longer version is a little more artistic, but like in terms yeah. of like an actual song, I feel like. Well, I don't think you're going to long- listen to a 10 minute song every day, but like when an artist can release a 10 minute song without people laughing in your face, like that is a level of legitimacy. Like think about how many 10 minute ballads there are out there. Like not that many, like Taylor Swift is among the greats because she's like, <laughs> yeah, know? no, she's great. A red is a, a, a great album. I'm into Red. I like Taylor Swift music or her old. I like her old music. I'm not that into her new stuff. Like post. What's the one with like paper? Rings? Reputation. Oh, Lover. Is that the album name? No, Lover is the name with paper rings. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That was the last album I liked. So you just didn't like Folklore and Evermore? Yes. Or the only two you didn't like? I guess so. But like so I you also just don't th- like when she did I like I think this- Red is her peak and then – like I actually think subsequently so, I agree red is her peak but I don't think that it went like up and down. I think it went up and then I think it went like a little down and then I think it went up again cuz I think for me Folklore Evermore and Red are my favorite albums of hers. Lover is a really good album too, but it is it didn't like stay with me the same way like Folklore and Evermore did. And then Reputation is shadily an amazing album, but people don't like really look at it that way because it was in her because it was like such a drama like a statement you know but those right. songs on the album are so good like so many of them so it goes that song um <laughs> but yeah no I I feel like this is such a I'm just like so happy for her like that she I, I feel like I sound like such an I asshole find it I'm, so happy interesting. I'm happy for Brittany I'm happy for Brittany I'm saying I feel like I, I, you sit and like I, maybe I don't relate to the idea that, like, I feel happy for anyone that I don't know. Like, I don't even know you. I don't feel happy for you. I don't know you at all. Why would I feel happy for you? So you you, you can't feel happiness for people you don't know? Yeah, I don't know you. Like, I don't care, really. I don't really care. Like, I don't, do feel like either, I don't really care okay. either way. Like, <laughs> I don't feel like the same – okay, I don't feel the same level of, like, internal personal happiness – for Taylor or Britney or Paris that I feel for like your wedding. But I still feel like, obviously I don't know Taylor Swift, but I do feel like I can connect with the emotions that she has had and the things she's been through, through her music and through like watching her these past few years, you know, past where her, you know, we grew up with her. And I think she went through a lot of the things that we went through at the time we went through them, which is why Red is like making such a, a thing right now well yeah so yeah i feel i feel you know she's like an artist the, i who like wants her music and i feel really happy for her that she is now able to like own it again and she's i think only become so much better as an artist like her voice is better the production on her songs is better her vocalizations are better like i don't like i just think she is top top of her game right now and i am i am loving it yeah i mean i 
as I said, love Red. I think because Taylor's our age, she went through the same like superficial kind of relationships around the same time as us. So I definitely relate to like you can't relate to Taylor's attachment issues to her anxious attachment. Yeah, of course, that's what I'm saying. But yeah. I also, but I also don't know her, so like I don't know any. I don't really know who she is as a person, which makes me unable to feel personally like that excited for her. Like, if she didn't have the rights to her music, I wouldn't care. If she now has I, the rights to her music. I still don't care. I like, mean, is it like <laughs> is it like my most exci- like is it like the number one thing I care about? Do I feel like I would care more about like you know, people in Texas being able to get an abortion, probably more important. But like she, but I still feel like, this is gonna sound so fucking cheesy. I feel like she has given me so much with like some of her albums. You're looking at me like you fucking loser. Like I really really do. Are you the president of the Taylor Swift fan club? No, like honestly, Taylor Swift, I I talk so much shit about Taylor Swift in my past. Like I regret it. No, I don't actually regret it because at the time, and I said this on the SUP, yesterday and Elise the least annoying person ever in the world agreed um (laughs) other than Paul Rudd she agreed is that back in the day when we used to like kind of mock Taylor like I remember like watching her perform mean at the Grammys and being like haha you loser like and um I just feel like the things that I didn't like about Taylor and her music and thinking she was like annoying and like whatever that was like me hating me and like when I would like criticize her shit in like the 1989 era and say like oh, her music's so good, but she's so annoying. That was like me sort of thinking that like I was annoying in the way, you know, Interesting. you have your group of friends, you you gang up on people. It's like, I think I went through a lot of like things that she did. I think an artist can give off an annoying vibe and like people can feel that way. It's not like you're like, it's not like you're like sending her like hate mail. Like you can, I think that's sort of like the Nate, that's what comes with being a famous artist is that right. some people like you and some people think you're annoying. That's but, true. I mean, of I was us. never commenting. I mean, we're, not, a, we're not Taylor yeah. Swift, but people can think that about us too. It's kind of like, yeah. that's their right. Like, totally. I don't, I don't, no regrets about finding Taylor annoying. No, I personally mean, for me. no, I don't regret it, but I now am looking back and I'm seeing like, oh, that was like something I was picking on, picking up on. Right. That I didn't like about myself that I was then putting onto her you were projecting your own yeah. feelings of yeah can i can i ask a question when you in your house growing up did was there like did anyone care about music like a little bit a lot we were, were more like a, musical? Like a we were more about like movies and tv but like the music i remember listening to or my, that like my family members listened to was more like older music than like, like the pop like how like like classic rock type music or like yeah it old, was like old, classical Paul, music it was like Paul Simon or like okay I mean same but when of, I, yeah. but okay when you like when your family listened to that did they like were they really mean, into music what do you mean or, your family listened to that is it kind of like like when you listen to music in your like household as a, family, as a child would... no 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 when you when there was music on in your household as a child there wasn't really did people music care on. about that like, like so in the music car? was. In the car, in the house, like, yeah, no one cared about that. Okay, what I'm gathering is that you that your fit like growing up, your family didn't care that much about music. Sure, yeah, I would say that was fair. My parents really cared about music. My mom, like, obviously, is like super into you know Bruce Springsteen and the Grateful Dead and all this. So when she would like drive me around in the car, she would like play songs for me and tell me about like. The drama oh, between so the artists and like now it makes sense. Okay. Now you see why I'm so into like Taylor yes. and the and the stories about it because like 
And my mom will play, play like Paul Simon too. And like that, you know, that era of music, um, you know, but she played all types of music and she would like tell me about the different artists and like who was in like what crews and like. Oh, okay. So, so you got like a holistic sense of like what was going on in the music Industry. Yeah, and that's okay. why I like – that's also why I like Taylor's music more than, let's say, like, a Selena Gomez or, like, okay. someone who doesn't have as much of, like, a story behind it because last night all I was doing was reading Reddit about, like, what song – like, who's – what were ta- who, who oh, are Taylor's songs I don't even about. think of that. That's, that's so what makes it so interesting is, like, I'll listen to the song and I'll read the lyrics and then I'll, like, Google, like, who is this about? And then I'll look up, like, tabloids and be like, oh, that – is referencing like that time and it's so interesting because you're like you're basically like constructing a story solving a mystery while also listening to like the really good lyrics and it's just oh taylor has given me so much i'm such an asshole (laughs) no that's interesting i guess now it kind of makes more sense why you feel personally invested in um what's going on there and for me yeah I i don't feel that way about like most other singers though like i'm not like researching drake and like you know right it's just like certain ones that's nice that you're that sounds like such a nice little memory yeah i think that's why it's like oh this is something i would like give my time to or like you weren't like in a teenage self like oh i don't care mom no i was actually really into like music (laughs) as a as a teenager like i really um i was like more into it as a teenager i think i like that i was more into like movies and tv i think i get that I'm Betcha's co-founder, Aileen, and as you may know, we have been in the media game for a minute. And between meetings, podcasting, dinners, etc., I need a wardrobe that works with me, not against me. And that's why Lee is a staple in my wardrobe. I recently got this white jacket, jean jacket from Lee, and I got their button-down. I must say that the quality is very, very good because when you wear a button-down, it is very difficult to find one that doesn't kind of come apart. And this one is not only very soft and comfortable, like I can move my arms around, but I really, really like it. It just looks really cute. And it's like Western. Western's so in right now. And then I also love the white jacket I got. It's like off-white, but it has this blue stitching and it's like, I'm going to wear it over the shoulders, perhaps on my vacation. I'm just really into it. And Denim trends come and go, but Lee is legendary for creating denim cuts that fit your body. Their denim gets better with age and their classics fit into every look. Lee's denim jacket is the one to reach for without fail. It's a classic. The Ryder jean jacket is the OG and what every other brand has copied for decades. Everyone is an icon in their own right and Lee makes denim so people can own their style and feel good in their clothes. Their spring collection is here, so get the freshest looks and cuts before anyone else. You can find your Lee fits by visiting lee.com, that's L-E-E dot com, that's L-E-E dot com to shop spring looks now. Have you ever felt that fast fashion ick but can't always afford the super high-end stuff? I have a solution for you, Newly. Newly has everything you need to bring your closet up to speed for the season without breaking the bank. Free your closet of impulse purchases and skip the buyer's remorse by renting instead. Newly is a subscription clothing rental service. For just $98 a month, you get your choice of any six styles each month. You choose whatever you want to rent for whatever you have going on. It's totally up to you. Access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands. There's no fees, late fees, damage fees, or fees to pause or cancel. So it's no big deal if you lose a button, spill something, or you just need to take a break. They have inclusive sizing up to 5X as well as petite and maternity. 
Newly is a great value at $98 a month for any six styles. But right now you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code Betches20. Just go to N-U-U-L-Y.com, that's Newly with two U's, and enter the code Betches20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y.com, Newly with two U's, and use code Betches20. Newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Okay, let's just go back to something where we started this conversation about how Red is a spite album. And you see a lot of people on the internet are really going after Jake Gyllenhaal. Like, obviously the memes about the scarf are funny, but apparently people are really harassing him. So what is your take on him and this relationship? Right. Okay. So as you know, I've been in like a like Taylor Mello. An all too well relationship. Yeah. An all too well type relationship. I used to listen to all too well when being rejected. Um, It's a great. And even the video. Did did you ever tell the story about. The You Up show in Vancouver. Yes. In Vancouver, you've told that on on you. I've up. told that on you up. Yes. Okay. So if anyone wants the context, sure. People actually ask Taylor- me for that. Which which um ask me which episode that is. What what episode is it? I don't remember the name of the episode, but it, it aired um in the first episode of January twenty twenty. Yeah. It was that long ago. Yeah, I mean that you did that episode. Yeah. It was okay. Like that I mean we were doing live shows, so it was clearly in like right. It was like, Dece- it was like you December did it right after the live show. Right. Yeah. It was December 2019 when it happened. And I think I spoke about it on the early January 2020 episode. Okay. So the reason this is relevant is because if you watch the All Too Well 10-minute video, there's – at the end of the video, they take you to, like, the present day. And Taylor is the grown-up version of Mm -hmm. the younger girl. And you see the guy, Jake Gyllenhaal, presumably – standing outside her book signing book signing yeah. the book signing about the book of the book that she had written about this relationship the all too well right. book and it was just when i saw that the first thing i thought of was this story jordana told on you up about this on and off guy i'll call it your all too well relationship sure that's um right. and you know they've been over for a long time jordana had been dating mike for a while at this point. Yeah, over and a year. Over two a years. year. Over probably two, two years. years. Yeah. And we were at the Vancouver You Up show, like right before we went to our little trip to Whistler. That was fun. That was and fun. Um, Jordana's all too well. Jordana's Jake, very own Jake Gyllenhaal showed up at the Vancouver venue, stood outside, and didn't no, come went, in. He went, no, he oh, didn't he go went, to the show. Oh, he watched the show. Right, right, right. He watched, he watched the show. show. He okay, he came he to the show. show. He yeah. bought a ticket. He watched the show. And then afterwards, what did he text you? That I feel like I'm telling this show. badly. He, wa- he texted me that he watched it. He wa- that he he saw my name on the marquee. <laughs> <laughs> no way. He, he was in Vancouver for work. He saw her name on the marquee. Yeah. Okay. And yes. he was walking and, and by bought, the And he impulsively bought a ticket, <laughs> which I don't know if that's true. Probably not. He was not. walking by the theater. Yeah. Yeah, but anyway, like that would make it a true, the true, the true, right? That would make it the true, um, all too well experience if that were the actual case. And you were at the, it happened to be the one show that you were at too, which is funny. <laughs> Regrettable um, that I didn't see. Yeah, him there. and he was like, like, what are you doing here? I right. the day you were born. 
Seriously, Mike was at that show too. Um, it's also just funny because yeah, it's very similar because it's like you up was obviously very inspired by like your relationship, yes, you know struggles which were largely inspired by this person, right. and I would you're say at like the show where you're sort of dispensing. Inspired by this <laughs> yeah, you're like you're like you're like at the show dispensing the advice sort of based on how shitty he treated you. And that's literally what happened in the All Too Well video. It was weird. It definitely how felt like a like Taylor has poetic, given you everything, Jordana? It, it does feel like a poetic, um, like, full circle moment. Um, I have to, I mean, like... Like, and we're getting married in, like, three days. Yes, and then this when this video comes out. So it's all really, like, tying together. So Taylor, I guess, has given me so much. Um, yeah, she's, 1989. She was. She's our age. She like it makes it like it all kind of comes together in that way. And I think it is kind of cool. Here's what I think about Jake Gyllenhaal. Um, and from running you a podcast, which has now been around for about four years, um, I've learned a lot about the male brain. Um, and I've learned <laughs> yeah. a lot about you know relationships and and how. Things can mean a lot more to one person than another person, and it doesn't necessarily make that person evil or bad. Um, and maybe they didn't treat you like as well as you think you should have been treated. But it's also like, and I, I, you know what I mean. Like I, I still obviously like sometimes I do get upset thinking about that experience. But I also think that like part of the reason I was in it for so long, or part of the reason that I had this experience is because of my own internal shit. Like I could have walked away kind of at any point in a sense. And so I do think it's kind of like, I'm not like, again, I'm not like, Oh, I did nothing. Like I was like, you know, equally at fault or like, but I do, I think, and I think that comes from like closure and moving on is like the sense of like, okay, this was like me dealing with my own shit that had nothing to do with him and him dealing with probably his own shit that had nothing to do with me that caused him to act that way towards me. And like, yeah, it wasn't the, the best experience for me, but I did learn a lot. And I'm not like, I don't think like, I think of him as like this demon. I think it's more like someone with their own fucked up shit that like interacted with my shit in a very toxic way. No, I completely, I completely get that. But I don't, I, I know you're saying like, oh, like I could have walked away. I think that, no, that's not really true because if it were just, oh, like the girl could always walk away and not be sucked into these, the inherent imbalances. No, I don't think it's like the girl. No, but I think there are inherent imbalances. I don't think that's, that's what that, that's not what I meant. Okay. I'm just saying, I'm just saying like in general, like a lot of times in these relationships, you know, the person who cares the least has so much more of a power balance. And in his case, and in the case of All Too Well, it's, you know, he's much older, so and it's right. Hollywood and whatever. There's a lot more complexities there. But I think the reason why it's not just a song that like only Taylor can relate to, but why there's such a a freak out over this is I was actually talking to Amanda Duberman about this yesterday. Like, I think it's causing people to look back on their their all right, too well, well relationship and realize like actually it wasn't oh it wasn't my fault and it wasn't necessarily his fault but it was like the dynamics and the way I was treated were not okay and like I think that's why it's causing such like a I think people are feeling their own right but I also think that's sort of just like a coming of age thing that you learn the way you're supposed to be treated and you learn what kind of relationships to put up with and you learn what kind of things that you deserve and that comes with like building your own self-esteem and your own sense of confidence um and it's like not like again like an enlightenment moment or like a 
Do you know what I mean? I don't think, again, I don't think, and that you asked specifically what I think about Jake Gyllenhaal. Um, and I think that like, yeah, the dynamic is sort of what's toxic. And I'm not saying again that it's Taylor's fault or that it was my fault, but I think it's more like the way that you react to certain things. Like it's almost like you, you figure out through life and maturity and dating a bunch of people, like what's okay and what's not okay. But I don't think that other person's like aware that they're being not okay or like they're purposely trying to like they're, I mean, maybe in some cases they are trying to like take advantage of the power dynamic or no. I mean, like there's always, and I think that there's always cases of like, okay, I know this person likes me more than them. Maybe I shouldn't do this thing, but I'm still attracted to them, but I'm still like them. So like, yeah, I'm going to go. Um, yeah. And I think it's funny with the, with the returning both to my Vancouver show and in the show, like, what is that? I think there is a sense among women um, and among me at the time too, of like, okay, like, yeah, like, you know, I won, I won. Like, this is like, you know, I, he still cares. Like, it's not like, like I've proven yeah. right. And I yeah. think one thing Jared has taught me is that even when they do that, it doesn't really mean that either. Yeah, like, it's no, pretty, like, I listened it's like, to that it's like episode. A mo- right. It's like a but, moment of yeah. like, of like, oh, like they feel lonely. And like, you right. were someone that, and they don't hate you. That's like the whole thing. It's not like Jake Gyllenhaal was like, fuck Taylor. Like when he broke up with her, it was like, no, no, bitch. no. He like was probably like, do you know what I mean? He probably still liked her or like, but just not enough to like fully be her boyfriend and be like her. Give her whatever. what she needed. Yeah, give her what I she mean, needed. So I think yeah. that like, even if he came back, it could still just be almost like a wo- moment of like weakness among him of being like, okay, like here's right. someone it's I like, like they and came let's see back. what they're up to. Yeah. And like, I think that like we, like the whole, the whole world or all these women watch this Taylor video and they're kind of like, they find it empowering because it seems like, Jake Gyllenhaal, like, like, you know, in, if this happened, like, he, he's found the error of his ways, and he's come back, and he's, like, groveling, and he, like, you know, she right, was like, right that's the whole, she was doing. Right, she was right the yeah. whole time. It's more like, oh, he's, like, I'm lonely, and, like, this was someone that I did really like, and, like, I'm feeling kind of nostalgic, too, and that's probably, you know what I mean? When, right. when he came to this show, I'm sure that's kind of, like, was his thought process. Like, I'm not seeing anyone, and, like, I'm in and like here's this person and like they're talking about dating and like maybe it has something to do with me and like doesn't mean I don't think that's like that that it, that was an indication that he's like been thinking about it all this time right and he's like, not because also it's not like he's coming and being like oh I was wrong do you want to date right. now like you yeah, know exactly it's, it's more just like listen to the most recent episode yes, boyfriend or fuck the, off yes yes boyfriend or fuck, yes exactly like it's not like they're coming back and saying like I was wrong about everything. I treated you so shitty and now let's let's give it a try. I'm different now. Like right. no, they're just coming back to be like, "Hey." <laughs> you know, yeah. it's very much like Yeah, like, yeah. "Hey, what's up? We had fun. Yeah. Let's like right. see it's what's going on." Yeah. Completely. It's not that completely. Deep. It's so and it's I mean, that's really a word like the the you know what I mean, like the the you up difference in like the men, the way that men view it or the women. I don't want to say men and women, but like different the way different people view some things is like something that means so much to you. Like, so much to you. And I don't even know if maybe they realize it, maybe they don't. Like, that moment meant so much to me. And, like, it probably doesn't mean that much to that person. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no. I mean, 
that, yeah, that's the process of getting through those early, like, loves, I guess. You know, unless you marry your high school boyfriend. Yeah, and it's really relatable. And that's why Red is such a great album for that kind of relationship. Yeah, it, it is. is. It's all about dealing with, like, that kind of thing. Almost, like, before you're emotionally ready for, like, a real serious long-term relationship that with someone who treats you really right. well and really likes you and is really consistent and really there and is really, like, securely attached or whatever the fuck it is. Um... <laughs> Like these are, this is an album for all the stuff that comes before that. Yeah. And I think Enough. that like, that's why it's so relatable. Yeah. And I think another um, piece that the, that another element of Red is the focus on the birthday. Cause you know, in the all too well, she says like 21st birthday, it's supposed to be fun. She has that whole song, the moment I knew about how he doesn't come to her birthday. And if I remember correctly, the thing that sent you that you were like, I'm going to therapy was like a happy birthday, no exclamation point text. The birthday is the moment you know. It's like, if he doesn't give a fuck about this birthday, he doesn't give a fuck about me. That's true. Yeah. I mean, that's what I'm saying. It's very, it's very accurate. But like, this album is not about someone who's been dating someone for three years and the up and like no. the intricacies of it. It's about a three monther, which we've all, you know, like had. I think it was really like more like a seven monther for her, but it's fine. Sure. But like the on, like it wasn't on for more than three months, probably at a time. Yeah. For like four months. Totally. No, I completely agree. Did you watch the um, the video for I Bet You'll Think About Me? No. There's other videos. Okay. I there's, there's one more video so far for I Bet You'll Think About Me, which was one of the new songs. And Blake Lively directed it. It's a really good video. Um, very like artistic. I think you should watch it. It's, it's wedding themed. And it basically is like the groom can't stop thinking about Taylor on, <laughs> on his wedding day. <laughs> and my mom, my, I watched it with my mom yesterday. And she's like, so she really wants them to be thinking about her. <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, that's because, uh, yeah, we're thinking about it all the time. Like, it may, it's funny. Like, I've got to watch that. I'll, let's, we can discuss. We could do a whole, they could turn this into a Taylor Swift breakdown album. Um, but yeah, that's, I feel like, I mean, Succession, solid episode. I feel like don't have much to say about this week's episode. Oh, no, I actually thought this is my favorite Succession episode because it was like in the share, it was like all bottled into the share. I think it was like technically called a bottle episode maybe at the shareholders meeting. And I thought this, this is one of my favorite episodes. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Well, then I guess we should have reserved. It's okay. Time. We don't, okay. you know, <laughs> that was the recap. My favorite episode. Well, we'll discuss, we'll discuss, uh, I guess you and Sean I'll discuss can discuss with Sean next, next week. week. Yes. Yeah, yeah. 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 We will go in depth into succession next week. Sean right. and I. Because I know, you know, I'm not like, so Sean is probably going to be better at this than I am. Well, that was our episode. Thank you guys so much for, for listening. Don't forget new episodes come out every Thursday. Be sure to rate, review, and follow the show on Apple or Spotify. And we will talk to you next week when Jordana is wed on the At Betches podcast. At Betches is produced by Sean Kilby, Jorge Morales-Pico, and Dana Samuel. Editing by Sean Kilby and Stacey Wong. Be sure to follow At Betches on Instagram and send us your emails to podcast at betches.com. 